0: Ball podcast Network. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Whitlock and the Vaughn. We are a fantasy basketball podcast presented by Fanball. I am your host, Aaron Whitlock, joined as always by John Kendrick Vaughn. We are live on Periscope every Monday at 6. The podcast goes live on Tuesday on the fanball.com website in the content section at noon you can tweet uh, at us any thoughts, questions uh, throughout the week about the show, or if you need some fantasy advice, me at uh, Aaron J. Whitlock, him at JK underscore the Vaughn. Now, before we get into our normal flow this week, I want to address the uh, the elephant in the room, which is uh, the NCAA tournament, of course, right? Oh, yeah. It's got a lot of eyeballs. Mm, tons. So, let's be real. Your bracket, it's got more holes in it right now than a, than, uh, than a Transformers movie has holes in the plot. Uh, what, what do you got? You got, like... Deborah from Accounting has the lead in your office pool because she likes Golden Retrievers so much, their favorite dog. And uh, and Sister Jean, she's just dancing all over your grave right now, right? Your bracket's toast. It's done. It's finit. But guess what? You can still come over, win some cash on Fanball.com. We got great NBA contests every night of the week. No sharks, no people stuffing hundreds of lineups in. And, and you might think I'm crazy here, JK, but, but the NBA is actually still where it's at right now. We got eight teams in the West separated by less than six games. We have six teams in the East separated by less than three and a half games. And there's only about 12 games left on the schedule. So you want to survive in advance? The NBA's got it right here, right now. And and you get all of that excitement without college officials, without the possession <laughs> arrow, without Jim Nance doling out ties like that's the greatest <laughs> present you could ever receive after a championship. And you get it without some doofus coming up to you on Monday like, oh, hey, my bracket's busted. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. Of course your bracket's busted. Everybody's bracket's busted. God, God. Am I crazy here, JK? Am I Am I way off?
1: No, you're not at all. Yeah, you're right. The West is, is, is in a tight spot. And the four through six seeds in the East, I think, are separated by a game. Uh, and I think Cleveland is
0: in there, three through six. Yeah, Cleveland's only half game up on Washington and Indiana, two games up on...
1: Uh, we should, you know, what we should do is we should revisit episodes oh like God. one or two because I feel like my playoff predictions are much better than yours. Aaron, for some <laughs> I think you're probably right. Philadelphia, I, I was on Philly. I was on I, Philly. I buried
0: Indiana. I said yep. there was no way.
1: Yep. Well, I, should, I think we both were down in Indiana, right? No I, one knew Oladipo was going to have the year that he did. That yep. he's having. He's probably going to be the comeback player of the year. He should be. I crapped all over Toronto. And oh, you big were, time! I did too. You were
0: no, you were you were much more lenient
1: though on the uh, yeah, staying right past. I I didn't expect their bench to be that deep, but yeah. So there's, there's, so we, how many games are left? Sorry, you said it
0: earlier. Uh, Give or take, per team, 12 games, roughly. Like, I think there's a couple teams with 13. Wow.
1: It's coming down. It's we, been we've going got down meaningful
0: quick. games every day this week. feel weekend. like right after the All-Star break, this season's gone, gone by fast. Yeah, it's really, I mean, well, when you consider it's a little over halfway to begin with, and okay. it, you start to just kind of pick up that momentum, but... Forget about the tournament, you don't need it. You need some NBA and we're here to help you out. Studs and Duds, here we go Tuesday. Stud, Yogi Ferrell, point guard for the <sighs> Dallas Mavericks. Checking in at 3600 right now. What a deal. Uh Dennis Smith Jr's already been ruled out for Tuesday. There's currently no timetable yeah, for his, his return. He rolled his ankle really good
1: too, I heard. He's I, in a walking boot. They said multiple games. He's going to miss multiple games.
0: I, I think they'll take it real they'll play it real safe. Yeah. You got JJ Breaes battling a rib injury. Wesley Matthews probably out the remainder of the season. He's definitely down for the year, yep. Um, and that opens up a huge spot for Farrell Hill. Gets a great matchup against the Pelicans, uh, one of the worst teams in terms of de- defending opposing point guards, giving up over 43 per game. That ranks 29th. Uh, and Yogi Ferrell is going to see a huge boost in usage. We uh, we already saw this just in the last game. He went up to a 24% usage rating. That's up 10% or nearly 10% from a season average of 16 uh, had 12 points, 12 assists in that game. Led to 38 fan ball points against the Nets on Saturday, and that was a game in which Dennis Smith Jr. played 23 minutes. So you can definitely see his usage get up all the way. I think close to 30. Even I mean, oh, there's yeah. there's nobody on this Mavs team that has to have the ball. Nope. Especially when they're that devoid of guards. Um, and you remember we saw this last year too with him, where he he came up out of the D League or I don't know if it was the G League at that point yet, but and lit it up. So he's he's certainly capable. He's a decent passer. Like him to put up some uh, some big numbers, even if it's in garbage time. My dud, I was already with some fantastic. I don't know how fantastic they really were, but I'd like to think they were Kyrie Irving puns for Tuesday for the dud. You know, rounding into shape, oh, God. coming out a little flat, but it's okay. The show must go on. I'll move on. I'm I'm he's been ruled out already, so uh, so he can't really be the dud. So I'm moving on to Anthony Davis on Tuesday as my dud. Oh, okay, uh, going up against Dallas. My issue here isn't that Dallas is going to cause any problems for Anthony Davis. Is I just can't see that game not being a blowout. Um,
1: I don't see. Any- and well, I'm going to touch on it later on in the podcast. But this is starting a back to back to back for New Orleans. There's three back to backs, which they haven't. I'll get into it later. But the reason they're doing this three back to backs is because they play the Pacers. They're all at home. But they are playing a rescheduled game against the Pacers, which was the leaky, was roof, leaky incident. roof incident uh, way back. I think it was in December. Either way, uh, so this is a fir- the back-to-back-to-back. They're the only team that's that's done this in the past couple of years. I'm going to touch on it later. I got some uh, historic facts for you. But I, to Aaron's point, I think they could sit him here early. To rest Ooh. him for the next two games. See, what I'm saying, if it gets out of hand early, That's I think you're right. They could just sit him down because they're going to want to four
0: games in five days. Monitor this, And they, they beat need Dallas him. without him.
1: Yeah, they need and they need wins too. That's a like great they're point. in the thick of that Western Conference. So I agree with you here. I think um, Davis could be definitely faded here on the start of a back to back to back to back. How many was that? Three times yep. back to back to back uh, against Dallas.
0: That's that's great uh that's a great great thought there. I didn't even think about them potentially sitting him. Well, whether he plays well, or sits. I I mean, I would he'll avoid play,
1: him. but I mean, the, he'll play when they get a I mean, he may not play the whole maybe the back half of the third and the entire fourth. Yeah. If it really gets out of hand.
0: Yeah, they'll that's that's a great point. Given that schedule, they if they They'd have be any smart chance to, to, try to sit and him, find
1: minutes to sit him in a game where They would where be very smart to do that.
0: Dallas is tanking. They should really be able to take that team. Yep without much effort for sure all right some quick hitters here some other guys i like uh don't look now russ at it again five straight triple oh, doubles my
1: god. oh my god
0: just tearing down the league right now in the midst of uh in the midst of a playoff chase he's averaging 61 fan ball points in the month of march uh hasn't had fewer than 50 fan ball points in the month uh bellica for minnesota or bielitsa excuse me bielitsa ah he pulled uh, me god ah, damn I it i mispronounced it uh, for for Minnesota, he's up to 5,500 going against Ooh. the Clippers. Still a pretty decent bargain. Uh, just needs 30 fan ball points to hit his value, um, which is exactly what he's averaging over the nine games since Jimmy Butler went down. Uh, in typical Tibbs fashion, Bealitsa averaging 38 minutes per game Ridiculous. this month. just <laughs>
1: absolutely ridiculous
0: (laughs) insane uh and he's gonna get a pretty favorable matchup against the clippers who rank 25th in fan ball points allowed to small forwards and they are giving up an incredible 113 points per game over their last 15 contests no defense from the clips uh on the other side of that matchup austin rivers going against minnesota of course in the land of 10,000 lakes needs 33 fan ball points to hit five and a half times his value he's done that in six of his last seven games averaging nearly 37 fan ball points per contest over that stretch Uh, Rudy Gobert center for the Utah jazz, of course jazz winners of nine straight Rudy Gobert. Big part of that, uh, double doubles in eight of his last nine games monster has not finished with fewer than 44 fan ball points in a single one of those averaging an impressive 49 fan ball points per game, which is safely over five and a half times his value. And of course, doesn't hurt that he's playing Atlanta who is among the league's worst at defending centers. Uh, allowing the 8th most fan ball points per game to the position. Tareen Prince, I touched on him last week, and boy was I right about this one. His last four games, oh 58, God, yeah. 45, 45, and 53 fan ball points. He's the only only part of the Hawks I'm interested in right now. His usage rate of 30% ranks 12th in the league since March 11th. Uh, I'm I'm not concerned about a tough matchup in Utah. I love the way this guy's playing right now. I love how much he's seeing the ball. Uh, Josh Jackson for the Phoenix suns going against Detroit. Uh, this is largely, largely dependent on if Devin Booker plays or not. If he's out like him a lot, he, Devin Booker was out on Saturday against the Warriors. I would imagine the suns play it very careful with him. Jackson against the Warriors had a career high 36 points. That was good for 55 fan ball points. He'll be the focal point again. If Booker sits, I think for sure. Absolutely. They're they're looking to get the ball into the kids' hands. The season's winding down. There's nothing else for them to play for.
1: Yeah, again, these tanking teams with these young stars will take it very carefully at the back end of the year. They don't want to risk getting them hurt and ruining their start of the next season. So kind of pay attention to those trends, and I think we're targeting a lot of that too here too. Guys that are filling in, like Prince for Atlanta. Yep. Teams that are tanking that are they And the,
0: the guys that you just want to get a Dallas. real good look at.
1: Yeah, exactly. You want to see what these guys have, What's for their, sure.
0: Yeah, what's their potential I will, going into next season? Is this somebody we really need to focus on keeping? um the pistons look terrible i mean they're completely listless this will be the second half of a back-to-back for them they're playing chicago tonight uh or excuse me not chicago they're playing uh sacramento tonight excuse me misspoke i'm uh thinking of a different team um it's been a rough oh
1: basketball for detroit for you and your and your pistons and then michigan state oh
0: boy (laughs) let's not even go there (laughs) Uh, Troy Daniels, another guy in this uh, in this matchup. If Booker were to sit, he's at just 3,100 against Detroit. I like that as well. Should be um, This will be the fifth straight game for Detroit on the road. Second Oof. half of a back-to-back. I, I expected Detroit to come out flat in that one. Finally, uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention Game of the Night. Rockets Trailblazer squaring off Ooh, for the third yes. time. I'm going to stump for the NBA again here. Houston has won both of these previous match- matchups, but Portland enters the game on a third Teen game winning streak, Unreal. longest in the NBA. And you know, we touch a lot, we talk a lot about the tanking teams, and if you're not a huge NBA fan, if you're just, you know, kind of playing for the daily you know, it's a part of the league, but I think it can give a distorted perception. There's a lot of really good basketball going on right now in oh, meaningful yeah. basketball. Right? Absolutely. Trailblazers during the streak of beaten the Jazz, the Cavs, the T Wolves, the Thunder, the Clippers, the Warriors twice. I mean, they're beating good teams. It's not just them beating up on a bunch of teams who were, you know, playing for the for the first pick in the draft. Oh, absolutely. Um, as you might expect, guard play was was dominant in both of these matchups so far. First time around, Harden goes for 68 fan <sighs> ball points. CP3 chips in 44. Portland, it was Dame with 51. McCollum with 38. The second time around, Harden was sidelined with the injury, so it was Paul who dropped 70 fan ball points. Eric Gordon kind of picked up the slack, put up 42. And then it was Dame in another losing effort with 51 more fan ball points. CJ with 41. You got to look at the backcourts in that one. There wasn't really a lot of scraps left over for the other guys. That takes us into Wednesday. My stud going to be a former Spartan Denzel Valentine mm-hmm. for the Chicago Bulls, checking in at 5,100 against the Denver Rich and Creamies. Uh, Lori Markkinen, Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, they were all out Saturday against the Cavs, so not a real big surprise given that the Bulls are they're in full tank mode. They've turned it up to 11. Uh, <laughs> Valentine, one of the only reliable players, still suiting up for the Bulls. Uh, Along with Bobby Portis, I guess. Uh, His ability to stuff the stat sheet, easy for me to say, Uh, (laughs) combined with a usage uh, rating that should be up above, I would say, 23%. Should be enough for him to hit his value, even against a tough tough Denver backcourt. My dud going to be LaMarcus Aldridge, checking in at $8,000, going against the Washington Wizards. Uh, this will be the first matchup for these two teams this season, but Aldridge was pretty unspectacular against the Wizards last year, scored 28 and 34 fan ball points, failed to record a double-double either, didn't hit his value at his current price. Uh, I know that's probably a little unfair given that Kawhi was in the lineup, Aldridge usage, obviously a little lower then, um, but I still just don't like the matchup for him. Uh, Washington ranks sixth in fan ball points allowed to centers. They give up just 34 a game. They frustrated a lot of talented big men. I don't know what it is about. Uh, what it is about Gortat? I
1: gotta think that Leonard starts to come back soon, right? No, he's If he's radar. going to, if yeah. he's going
0: to at all, it's gotta happen. It's gotta soon.
1: happen soon. So if he could take away some touches and you know some usage from Aldridge there. So
0: I like that. Um, in Aldridge's 11 games this season against opponents who rank one through five in fan ball points allowed to centers. Aldridge's averaging 37 Fan Ball points per game, which is not awful given that level of competition, but it's still, still almost 10 points below what he needs to hit five and a half times his value. A few more quick hitters here. Uh, Cavs Raptors lineup or matchup. Good game. Uh, Jeff Green at 4,300 could Mm -hmm. be of a nice value as long as Larry Nance Jr. is out. Kevin Love is back tonight in the lineup. Will have a minutes restriction.
1: That's so I don't get that. It's a hand, and he's been running and he's conditioned. I don't get that. Makes yeah. no sense to me. The minutes restriction. He should play at least 30 minutes. Like, well, he should play at least 30 minutes. Yeah, what's the concern? He's been working out. His conditioning's fine. It's a hand injury. Right. It's not like a knee or a hammy or a quad or whatever else. And anyway, I um, continue. Sorry, okay.
0: Yeah, no, JK should definitely, you should be cluing us in on this because the Cavs are your squad here. Uh, Rodney Hood expected to miss probably yeah, at least a couple he's out more tonight games. tonight too, yeah. Um, so some combination of Kyle Korver, who's also questionable tonight. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson, Jr.
1: Smith. Yeah, watch Corver. He's been out, personal stuff, family emergency, and a bruised foot. Something's going on there, too.
0: Uh, all three are below 5K, so I think there's a good value to be mm-hmm. had there one way or another. Uh, Ty Lue, of course, stepping away, yeah. so it's even tougher to figure out what the
1: rotations are going to look like. Chaotic. Really chaotic and weird.
0: Not what you want right now of the Cavs is no. you're battling for – I mean, the Cavs could slip as far as a sixth seed. Yeah. And they've got a lot of – between injuries, the, the Ty Lu stepping away at this time is – and do you have any read on that? What's – no
1: it's been it's been going on for a while uh this isn't the first time or the the uh the bulls game wasn't the first time he had to step away it's you know with health things you're never going to get really because that's you know they they protect that by law so yeah i you never know what's going on there but he's a he's a he doesn't drink doesn't drink alcohol at all has never had alcohol doesn't do drugs doesn't smoke not to say any coaches have, but I mean, in the past, you know, sure. former NBA guy, you know what I mean? But so he's clean living. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. I think it's just like he talked about stress, coaching, traveling, no sleep, add that on that can really take a toll on you. We, we saw earlier in the year, uh, Steve Clifford, the Charlotte Hornets coach, he had to step away for some yeah. time, a couple months. It's I mean, a, it's a, hell of it's a grind. You
0: read, do you, you read, read anything at, into the blow up between LeBron? And Everyone's him. kind of saying I that I don't, okay. I
1: don't because what's the benefit of him being out to see if they can turn it around? I don't think he's the issue right now. I think they're banged up one. I mean, some of his rotations can be questioned, but I think they're just banged up right now. They're just so banged up.
0: I think you're probably I think it's it's sort of a coincidence probably in timing, and it's easy for people to look at like it's oh this easy just happened outsiders. a couple of days yeah, ago. It's easy
1: for outsiders to point out that you're right, absolutely. And even LeBron's taking the high road and says he needs to get right. He's it's not like he's it seems like he's fully supportive of this move because he wants Louie to be healthy off the court for you know for to get his life right you know get everything healthwise in in check but yeah that's going to be a game like Aaron talked about you want to target those guards keep an eye on Corver I hope Nance comes back soon and then yeah Kevin Love could be could play a big part too what's he at right now actually
0: Kevin Love yeah for price yeah I don't think he's come down at all Really? I mean oh, okay generally what we've been kind of seeing he's at 7000 Okay gotcha what you've been seeing is kind of if a guy is just gonna miss for injury, but not a super extended period, we pretty much just leave him where he's at. Okay, gotcha. All right, moving right along. Some good good info on the caps there. Yeah. Good uh good in depth stuff. Uh we've got uh we've got the Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Philadelphia seventy sixers. The Grizz are ravaged by injuries. They're a and Another uh, tanking team as well. Yeah, you haven't seen tanking strategies like this since uh, Fury starring Brad Pitt, right? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna keep this bad metaphor going for a second. Playing the role of Shia LaBeouf in the movie Fury here will be Dylan Brooks. I don't really know why I just like saying Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he's averaged 27 fan ball points over his last seven games. That's uh, that's good for six times his value going against the Seventy Sixers. They're kind of middle of the road at defending the small forward position. I like how much uh, how many shots he's getting up and his usage percentage in a uh, just a devastated devastated Memphis team that isn't even trying at this point. <sighs> oh. Uh, Dwight Howard against going against Brooklyn. I don't need to say anything else there. If you've listened to the show at all, you know. Uh, James Johnson for the Miami Heat going up against the New York Knickerbockers. Uh, Monday, Hassan Whiteside's already been ruled out. five straight games now that he's missed. Uh, He's getting ruled out well in advance. You're starting to have to wonder how bad is this hip injury? Is he going to come back at all? Yeah, I, I seriously think, start I, to question
1: that. I think so too, and I also think they want to get a look at. I don't think I think they're okay with it because I think they want to get a look at Bam Adebayo, their first round pick.
0: Yeah, I don't know how how long term Hassan Whiteside is going to uh, be in their plans.
1: Though, shout out to him, Marshall Thundering Herd won the first ever <laughs> the tournament, tournament game.
0: There you go. Uh, so as long as he's out, Kelly Olynyk, Bam Adebayo, yep. James Johnson, all going to see increased minutes. Uh, James Johnson is my front runner by a hair over Kelly Olynyk. He's slightly cheaper. They're both far more consistent than Adebayo. Um, Johnson averaging 34 fan ball points per game over those last four. Uh, while Whiteside is out, that's the best of the trio. Kelly Olynyk slightly behind at 32. Uh, Nikola Djokic uh, for the Denver Nuggets going against the Chicago Bulls. If this game can stay even remotely close, I think Jokic should be able to dominate. He's had two triple doubles in his last four games, averaging 51 fan ball points over his last five uh this one already this one already took a huge hit al jefferson uh, i was gonna tell you to keep a lookout but miles turner is back in the lineup tonight
1: oh he is okay i saw sabonis is out for the next two
0: sabonis is out for the last two i don't know if al jefferson will carry enough value
1: with miles turner back this in. may be a first appearance for al jefferson on the podcast yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I haven't seen that name in a long that... <laughs> long time <laughs> old al has not come old up al, this year old but
0: he... al not not surface till late his last two games though, forty-four and twenty-eight fan ball points. Okay, he's he's been nice. good. I'm not sure. Use Monday as a barometer. Not sure if he can still be of use with Miles Turner back in the lineup, or if Turner. <laughs> The ankles of the uh, Indiana big man, both Miles and yeah. <laughs> Savonis. That's that's tough breaks. Uh, but if something were to happen tonight, reaggravate yeah, turn, the injury. Yeah, Turner reaggravates it for sure. Uh, Jefferson, keep him on your radar. With that, I will hand it over to J.K.
1: All right, Thursday we got a six game slate. My stud is going to be James Harden in the Houston Rockets for the Detroit Pistons. Aaron's mm-hmm. Detroit Pistons. I hate to kick it while you're down, Aaron, but I got to do it. Twelve yeah. thousand five hundred dollars. Again, this is even though the Pistons are done. The Harden, Harden and the Rockets need to extend their lead on the number one seed in the West while the while the banged up Golden State Warriors are banged up right now. They've extended their lead in the one seed by three games. In town on the Pistons, they've lost six of the last seven games. Harden, after missing some games with some knee soreness, taking some rest days, he's rounding back into form. He's posted back-to-back games of 60-plus fan ball points. The Pistons, over the last five games, are surrendering an average of 56 fan ball points to opposing shooting guards. This is the second and final matchup between these two teams. Harden missed the first matchup with injury, but last season against the Pistons, Harden went for fifty-eight and sixty-six fan ball points against the Pistons. Again, who are just their season's over, and Stan Van Gundy's facing a lot of uh, scrutiny about terrible. his job status. So, yeah, for absolutely. next season, so. and you're,
0: you're absolutely right. Houston, the one seed matters a hell of a lot more for that. Houston. Yep, then it they does need for to Golden extend State. that
1: lead. They need to extend that lead. Um, my dud is going to be Rudy Gobert, eight thousand five hundred dollars at Dallas Mavericks. Aaron talked about it. This isn't a slump thing for me. In fact, Gobert's play is quite the opposite. Aaron talked about the double-doubles, but both of these teams rank in the bottom five in the league in pace, which means that there will be way fewer possessions for Gobert. And let's examine the past two matchups here quickly against these teams. Game one, Gobert scored 57 fan ball points, which is well above his value of 47, but he had six blocks, which was six blocks in that game, which was a season high to go along with, tw- with two steals, which means he had 12 Oh, I'm sorry. And he had 12 free throw attempts, which is well above his average of 5.6. So if you had the six blocks and the two steals, that's, what is that? 16? 16 fan ball points, (sighs) extra fan ball points on just blocks and steals. Can't count on that. Can you count on that again? He only had six field goal attempts in that game too as well. Wow. Only had six. And he had 12 free throw attempts. He maybe had a couple good calls. In game two, he rounded back into form. He still had six field goals. He only had six free throw attempts and he only had 29 fan ball points, no blocks, no steals. He had 13 points, 10 rebounds, still a double-double, but again, he had 29 fan ball points. He only shot the ball six times. Both those games, the over-unders were 194 and 201, which if you mark it against Monday's slate, those would both be the lowest over-unders in tonight's, against tonight's slate. So I can imagine that that game is going to be the lowest over-under. It's not a play thing. It's just the way that game is going to be played very slow pace. Which is hugely pace. important. That's Absolutely.
0: Great stats, great angle there, JK.
1: So no Rudy Gobert on Thursday. A couple other guys. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, $4,200 for the Memphis Grizzlies. Batum is out with chronic tendonitis in his left Achilles heel. Tough. This is another tanking team Hornets. I doubt if Batum comes back for the rest of the season. The Hornets probably want to take a good look at Lamb, who's been solid for them off the bench. He has been. Former UConn Husky. They want to see if Lamb can take the starting role. So I love Lamb, $4,200 cheap against the Grizzlies. Joel Embiid, love this matchup at Orlando Magic, $10,800. He was also my stud here, but I looked at the schedule. This is the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, they play home game on Wednesday, road game Thursday, come back home Saturday night. I wonder if Embiid travels for this game. Yeah. Monitor it. If he travels, I love him, but he could sit. I just wanted to mention it. He could sit because they need to get him rested before the playoff push. Absolutely. So they do home, road, home. I wonder if he even flies down there. He's got some back yeah stuff's another flying. similar
0: kind of to uh to the brow we talked about at the top yep. of the show where yep. against orlando it's a team you should probably beat anyway yep can you do it can you do it with either limited minutes or without him
1: entirely Again, exactly so just watch and beat there uh lonzo ball 7300 at new orleans pelicans Pelicans ranked 29th in fan ball, slowing down opposing point guards. During the month of March, these two teams ranked 3rd and 4th in pace. This should be a high-scoring affair. Love ball. Nice. And then Aaron talked about it Torian Prince. $6,700 at Sacramento Kings. Uh, Aaron already mentioned the numbers. I'll just tell the Kings are 21st in slowing down, opposing small forwards. And Kings ranked 29th on the year in defensive rating. I'm going right into Friday. Stud. Aaron talked about it again. Russell Westbrook. My God, this guy is cooking. While the NCAA is taking all the headlines, Russell Westbrook should really be stealing the headlines. Five five games. As of Monday night, he's had five straight triple doubles. Unbelievable. Over the Heat's last five games, then ranked 23rd, slowing down opposing point guards. During that consecutive triple double streak that he's got going, he's leading the usage, thunder in usage at thirty percent. And Russ's last game against the Heat, which came last season, they haven't played yet this year, so those they play each other uh Thursday night and then a week later. Last game against the Heat last season, they had 72 fan ball points. That also also was a triple-double. Insane. So love Russ there. Thursday night, $12,900. Oklahoma City is
0: one of those teams playing for their lives.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, they were written dead a while ago, and they had a couple losses, but Russ has turned them around. Okay, so hear me out on this one, folks. Devin Booker at Cleveland Cavaliers, $8,500. Dud. I know this isn't just the Homer in me. Uh, The Cleveland Cavaliers have struggled to, to guard shooting guards. We've talked about it. Yep. Uh, it's an ideal matchup for for Booker on paper, but he missed Saturday's game with a sprained right hand. Right hand is key. That is the shooting hand. In his last two games that he's played, he's put up 31 and 21 fan ball points, well below his needed value of 46 fan ball points. In that same two-game stretch, he's shooting 10 out of his last 34. If you think a right hand injury doesn't affect a shooter, you're crazy. They'll have a couple days leading to this matchup, but keep in mind, and this is an East Coast trip for Phoenix, so they are two hours behind uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. It's a seven o'clock game. They may not be ready for this. Not sure. Cavs are fighting for a playoff spot. In the last Cavs matchup, he only had 34 fan ball points. Real disappointment. And in that one. yeah, real disappointment. I was burned on that one too. And I just, he needs 46. So I don't like Booker. Uh, was this Friday night? Yeah. Friday night against the Cavs. Yeah. I don't like Booker Friday night at the Cavs, even though it's an ideal matchup on paper. A couple other guys, really quickly. Carl Anthony Towns, 10007 dollars at New York Knicks. Uh, He leads the T-Wolves in player impact rating in the month of March, and he's also top 10 in player estimate rating, which means that he has been efficient both offensively and defensively. He's faced a Knicks team that over the month of March is the worst defensive team in the league. Jonas Valanciunas against the Brooklyn Nets. Aaron talked about it. They stink. 49 fan (laughs) ball points he put up against the Nets last time, eight times his value. A Draymond green, $9,900 versus Atlanta Hawks. Uh, no team's more banged up than the Warriors. They're without Durant, Curry and Clay. Curry should be the first guy back with a sprained ankle, Yep. being reevaluated tomorrow 3/20. Uh, I still like Curry. I still like Green even if Curry returns. He's put up double-doubles and 50 fanball points this past two games. Uh, Thomas Sarranski, $5,700 versus Nuggets. Nuggets are 25th and slowing down opposing point cards. And Deandre Jordan, $8,600 at the Pacers. The Pacers have given up 50 and 58 fanball points in the last two games to uh, Jonas Valanciunas and Embiid, so I, I like uh, Jordan there.
0: Yeah, banged up down low for sure. I love
1: this next one, Aaron, on Saturday. Aaron's got Saturday. I All love your right. her stud here.
0: Let me kick it off for the weekend here. Alfred Payton, he has been terrible recently. Terrible. Uh, failed to crack 30 fan ball points once in his last six games. He needs 40 to hit five and a half times his value, so he's not even in the freaking ballpark, but... Why do I have him here Saturday? Why is he my stud with this terrible play lately? I can't say no to a grudge match, folks. Oh, yes. Peyton, first time taking on his former team, and not only is it his first time, it will be in Orlando where he spent the last three and a half years, the first three and a half years of his career. Uh, Orlando, giving up an average of 54 fan ball points per game to opposing point guards over their last 10. That ranks 27th in the league. Peyton's highly inconsistent, but he's dropped two triple-doubles, two double-doubles since joining Phoenix. He's got the talent. I think he'll give a little something extra here, and you'll get a great game for him to kick off the weekend. Uh, a few others real quick that I like. Uh, the Chicago-Detroit matchup, there's going to be some value here. It's really just too hard to project out Chicago right now. Who's going to start and who won't? Um, Greg Vero will have the Saturday Daily piece for you. Keep an eye on that, and of course, keep an eye on the injury report for Chicago. Uh, I like the idea of Denzel Valentine back in Michigan, about an hour from where he grew up in Lansing. Ooh, yeah. His hometown. Oh, yeah. It's uh, going to take it on the Pistons. Uh, but that'll really depend on who's available for, uh, for Chicago. For Detroit, you could take a chance on one of the two big men. Uh, I suspect ownership levels will be somewhat low. The team's awful. This game's going to be a snooze fest. I could see a lot of people fading him. Blake had 25, 8, and 8 when these two teams squared up two weeks ago. Uh, that was good for 47 fan ball points, exactly what he needs to hit his value. Drummond, he's had back-to-back 50-plus fan ball point games against Portland and Denver. Uh, just, I wouldn't, one or the other, uh, I wouldn't even think about stacking both of them. That, that honestly would be would be fantasy suicide, which fantasy suicide, that's like a really bad lineup. Let's not confuse that with fantasizing about suicide, which <laughs> is what you do when your team shoots 25% from the field in a virtual <laughs> home game against a team that everybody thought shouldn't even make the tournament. <laughs> but I digress Julius Randall for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers going up against the Memphis Grizzlies Randall scored 21 or more points in seven of his last 10 games collected six double doubles and is averaging 43 fan ball points over that stretch. He's the focal point of the Lakers offense right now like him a lot going against the hapless Grizz. Joel Embiid I had had to do this one. He has trolled damn near half the league.
1: Yes, he has. But
0: among his highlight reel of pettiness has to be the Instagram exchange between him and Carl Anthony Towns. Back in December, if you remember, we yes, talked about this in the show, of yep. course, following a victory uh, over the uh, over the T-Wolves, Embiid, who was just two assists assist shy of a triple-double, racked up 59 fan ball points. He uh, he took to the gram to say, you're stepping our way through Minnesota, and we ended up raising the cat last night. Now, Carl anthony Towns decided to enter the arena. Very dangerous move. He said, that <sighs> caption was as trash as your photo quality. But Embiid, of course, who remains undefeated in the interweb beefs, finished the fight by simply saying, better quality than your defense. Ooh. Oh, that Ooh. was
1: the hammer. The hammer. Dropped it on him. Uh, I legit
0: am going to take a look at both of these big guys, just knowing that there's a little bad blood there. I love that. Love that little extra juice. Uh, not that this matchup really needs it. Two playoff teams going at it late in the season uh finally thing i want to touch about or touch on here brow versus the beard second time in less than a week these are probably going to be the two highest priced players in the uh in the pool harden got the better of davis both on the court and in the fantasy arena last uh was that saturday they matched up yes um harden had 63 fan ball points to davis's 47 alvin gentry after the game he ripped in the officials uh talking about the lack of the calls that he feels the brow gets um, and as JK touched on here, might touch on again, I think here's the, the fatigue factor yes. for the Pelicans. I it's, got
1: Davis duds stats for you.
0: Yeah. Fourth game in five days, the rare back to back to back, um, Houston will have been at home since Wednesday. Um, and that rest along with Harden's ability to rack up the assists and gain more fantasy points has me favoring the beard there. And with that, I will hand it off to JK for Z-Dud.
1: Yeah, so Aaron talked about it. I'm fading Anthony Davis there here at Houston. $12,700. Even though there's no denying that he's been on another planet since Boogie went down, he's most definitely thrusted himself into the MVP conversation. But the circumstances here, I it worries me. It's an odd week. Let me give you some stats. New Orleans will play its first back-to-back-to-back since the lockout in 2012. Wow. It's scheduled, the, the Hornet, uh, excuse me, the Pelicans, I almost called the Hornets, the Pelicans are scheduled to play six games between March 17th and March 24th, so six games in seven days. They're hosting five home games in six nights, and this is the only road game at Houston. It's the franchise's busiest stretch since February 2012. It's incredible. Hate it hate davis here it's an insane that's an insane insane week you're talking about the very end of the season with so much pressure and stress on the players with trying to make the playoffs oh and his minutes and usage have already been, been insane, been insane. He's, they've been insane houston's the second best team in fanball slowing down opposing centers like aaron talked about they just faced each other he only put up 47 fanball points well below his value of 69 fanball points again the rockets are a top-time team in defense yep so yeah, i don't they're, like they're the no brow
0: People get confused because of the style of basketball that the Rockets play. Yeah, with all
1: the transition
0: baskets they allow. The, and like Mike, I think Mike D'Antoni.
1: Team. This is probably the best job he's done defensively. everyone thinks, oh, D'Antoni's all offense, so defense. What he and that whole coaching staff have done. This is the best defensive team Tony's ever coached. Top, top in ten, the NBA.
0: top ten half court defense this season.
1: Yes, Did they're you, amazing. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Mike D'Antoni's brother, uh, Coach Marshall. I love me the right. Marshall. I third. love,
0: I love the T-shirt with. The oh, that, I that love that.
1: Different. That was so awesome. That was, that was, great. was the best.
0: Need more of that. Yeah. Uh, take us into uh, Sunday. Sunday.
1: Okay, here we go. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, <laughs> uh, LeBron James, stud. Three, th- He's all, uh, up to $13,000 at Brooklyn Nets. You can almost guarantee... Guarantee that Jay Z and Beyonce will be courtside for this game. Oh yeah! It's at Brooklyn. This will be the last time the Cavs visit Brooklyn. Which means if Jay Z and Beyonce are courtside, he is showing out. <laughs> He's recorded it. two triple doubles and three contests this year against the Nets and went like nothing more than the boot. Then to boost that Cavs draft pick yeah, by boy. beating the Nets, synergy LeBron, exactly. The bronze fifth in the entire league in usage in the month of March, sitting at thirty three percent. And again, he's recorded three straight games of 70 plus fanball points. Love LeBron here in this game. Uh, you want to do you want me to go first? You go go first? ahead, run through your uh, I'm gonna your do address. a couple others to target. Justice Winslow, five thousand two hundred dollars at Indiana Pacers. Aaron talked about the Whiteside. As long as Wade and Whiteside are still out, Winslow continues to be a strong play, and Pacers are the eighth worst eighth worst team slowing down opposing power forwards, with potentially a couple of big men missing. Uh Enos Canner, seven thousand two hundred dollars against the Wizards at home. By the way, did you see Canner's brother plays for Xavier? I did. Yeah. He yeah. threw up that air ball shot that yeah, pretty much <laughs> sealed the deal for them losing, but I didn't realize he played until I was watching this I game. had no idea. Anyways, last time out against the Wizard, Canner put up 53 fan ball points, well above the needed 39 fan ball points to be of value. And this last one, there's a couple. Russ plays Portland, which is going to be an insane great game to watch yeah, on TV, is. but it's a tough matchup. Portland's Aaron talked about it. They're playing great defense in this stretch. So if you're going to target a point card, I like DeJounte Murray at, at Milwaukee Bucks, $6,000. Faces a Bucks team, that's still lasts in rebounding. And Murray's a better rebounder than any is passer as a point guard. That's very true. He's averaging seven rebounds over his past 10 games. His last double-double was against New Orleans. He went 12 points, 10 rebounds. So he's better rebounding than the passer, so I like him there. What do you got for the dud on Sunday, Aaron?
0: My dud, guy who helped carry me to my third straight 3-3 oh, victory. God damn Tobias Harris of the Los Angeles Clippers. He's up to $8,000 going against the Toronto Raptors. His last three against the Raptors, 27, 22, 24 fan ball points. That is not going to cut it. Uh, This will be his first time facing the Drakes with his new team. Uh, All those games were with the Pistons, but the Raptors, they rank top 10 in fan ball points allowed to small forwards. They're top six in points allowed period, top five in defensive ratings. They have a ton of length that's going to be necessary to frustrate Harris shooting inside and out. I just don't like this matchup for him at all on the road in the North. And. You like this transition here? A little three V three into three V three. Yes. Uh as I said, three straight for me here. No, no, No bet this past week. No, no more nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> I know. No JK's nuggets. digestive system couldn't handle oh, it. Nope. Uh my lineup this week, I badly, badly wanted to get Yogi Ferrell in here. I couldn't make it work with the salaries. So I'm taking a risk here. I'm taking Derek Rose, the Timber <sighs> Bulls. Only wow. three thousand dollars. That's crazy. Tuesday he's got what the are
1: Clippers. He- He's been playing well offensively. I mean, defensively he's still kind of a
0: mess. He's a mess. He played 19 minutes Sunday against the Rockets, had 14 points. That's pretty good. Yeah. Three assists, one rebound. Or, yeah, one rebound. That's, okay. that's the kind of production I'm looking for out of him. At that price, he's somebody you could take a look at, especially I love this Friday at New York. Yep. I, if he can get enough run there, he's got to have a little bit of animosity towards the Knicks here. Would love to see him put up some uh, some points in the garden. Finishes out the week against Philly. That's a tough matchup. Uh, my forward, he's gotten a lot of love this show, uh, Tareen Prince, with yes. good reason. It's a great uh, pick. My four, this is my four-matchup guy. Uh, a couple of these are tough, honestly, but it, it's just the usage. There's nobody else on that team who's getting the ball. All four games on the road. Utah, Sacramento, Golden State, and Houston. Some great teams in there. Some teams in the playoff hunt. I expect a lot of L's, but I also expect a lot of fantasy points for Prince this week. My center. uh, I I had originally put Yogi Ferrell, like I said, in as my guard, and I was going to go Steven Adams. He's got some horrific matchups this week. This is a week to fade Steven Adams all the way. He's got Portland, who he just doesn't get minutes against because they go small. Uh, He's got... mm, kind of blanking i'm trying to remember i went through this whole like everybody boston who complete their their number one against yep. centers this season shut them down the first time around oh and miami now miami maybe you could see that being a little more vulnerable without white side, without yeah. white side but his his career numbers are not great so instead went down for uh to Crows so that i could get dwight howard at 8600 uh wednesday he gets brooklyn of course i already talked Elite. about that love it memphis that's a slow pace game which worries you but memphis is has checked out I assume that Lamb will get the majority of the usage bump up there from Batum being out. Yes. But Howard could snatch a little bit of that potentially. Yeah, for sure. And then once again, Sunday, great matchup, bad pace. JK touched about it earlier against Dallas. But I'm going to hope that uh, Dwight can take me to my fourth consecutive victory. J.K., what do you got?
1: All right, so I jumped on this one early. I got Jeremy (laughs) Lamb right off the bat. As soon as I saw Batum, I was like, oh, I need Lamb. Our Google
0: Doc got heated after I saw that. (laughs) I was
1: not pleased. Jeremy Lamb, $4,200 right now. Cheap. Again, Batum's going to be out probably for the rest of the season. I mean, keep checking, but he's definitely going to be out for this whole week. Uh, Wednesday at Brooklyn, that's a great matchup. Friday versus the Grizzlies. Aaron just talked about it slow. And Saturday at Dallas Mavericks, slow. But for that price, you can't beat it. Uh, Justice Winslow, $5,200. He's got three games. Again, if Whiteside and Wade keep sitting out, I love him against the Knicks. That's a great matchup. At OKC, that's tougher. And then at Indiana, a little bit easier. But with the minutes that he's getting and the points, he's starting to get a little bit more confidence going into the ha- back after the year. And they need to develop him as well because, he's, again, he's their first-round pick from a couple years ago. My four-team guy is going to be DeAndre Jordan, $8,600. I talked about it. I liked him at Indy on Friday. Tuesday, he goes at – it's a big time road trip too. At Minnesota Tuesday, at Milwaukee Wednesday, that's a great matchup. They're the worst rebounding team in the league. And then Friday at Indy and then Sunday at Toronto. So I'm hoping Jordan gives me two, three really, really really big games.
0: Two high-priced I'm big I'm feeling men. really good
1: about this lineup. I'm feeling really good.
0: All right, we'll, we'll I'm see. I'm breaking my streak. I'm scared about Derrick Rose, but Tareen, Prince, and Dwight, I like a lot. I like the two eighty dollars dollars centers going at it this week. All right, folks, whether you've been taking L's in your bracket like JK has in 3v3, or <laughs> dubs like me, come on over to Fanball, win some cash in the NBA. The league's where it's at. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Yes, thanks for listening. Bring home the bacon this week. Woo-hoo.